0: Kindling Helpline is brought to you by Emla Anesthetic Patches and Creams. When your little one needs to be brave, Emla is there to ease the pain of vaccinations and blood tests. And of course, use only as directed. Hello and welcome to Kindling Helpline with Mothercraft nurse, Chris Minogue. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Chris has over 30 years experience helping families all over Sydney and Australia. It could be anything from pre-birth nerves to sibling rivalry once they come, sleep schedules, toddler tantrums, you name it. She's probably seen it and helped someone through it. Hello, Chris. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. Chris is here to answer your questions. So, if you have a question, you can reach us in a number of ways. You could email us at conversation at kindling.com.au. If you're listening live, you can call us on 1-800-KIDS-RADIO. That's one eight hundred five four 543 And we're going to start with a phone call, Chris. We have uh, a question from Kim, who has a 13-month-old. Hi, Kim. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, thanks. Can you talk us through what's happening for you? I will, and thank you
3: so much for the show. It's been fantastic for me and a lot of my friends. Oh, oh our um, pleasure. pleasure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my son is 13 months. As you said, I've got a um settling query. Yep. So he has self-settled from very young. He's been very good at that. But from about 11 months, yep. he'd cry for me to stay with him at bedtime a couple of times a week.
0: Yep.
3: I complied.
0: Yep.
1: Since
3: then, we've traveled with him into state. I've returned to work for three days a week. And oh. of course,
1: the it's occasional
3: sleep association has developed into. Yeah. Yeah. And the every sleep general. association. Yeah.
1: Okay. So he's now 13 months old. He is. Okay. And what's that association? What do you need to physically do to get
3: him off to all sleep? All I'm doing is sitting there. Oh, so okay. There's a bit of a footstool next to his bed. So I accept that this is not that bad, but I, I sit there and he will eventually Go not to sleep. off. And how long if he does plays that take? Um I leave. Um, well, and this is the thing if it was 15, 10, 15 minutes, I'd deal with it. Yeah. But at, it can sometimes take up to an hour. Okay. And sometimes I'll stand up, my knee will crack, and we'll start the process all over oh, again. Oh, no. <laughs> so that's. that's <gasps> okay. Why I think I'd like to explore options <laughs> to see if I can get my little self
1: settler back. Absolutely, so, and save your knees. So um, is he on two sleeps or one sleep in the day? He's still on two sleeps. Okay. And what time does he take them and how long
3: does he have? So wakes between 6.37. Yeah. Um, um, that morning sleep, based on your general advice, yeah. is about half an hour at the moment, Perfect. about 9.30. Yep. Um, this is, of course, on days he's with me, which yep. is four days a week, or with his grandparents. They yeah. they follow the same routine. Great. So first morning sleep is about half an hour. I cut it short. Yep. Second sleep is generally two hours from about one thirty. Yeah. Um sometimes he wants to sleep for longer. Yeah. And I argue with myself about whether to wake him up or not. Yeah. And then bedtime seven.
1: Okay. So you can let him go till four to solve the argument yep. okay. with your head at three thirty. Thank you. Thank um you so well. you can definitely let him go till four and in about a month's time he will be due to go to one sleep in the day. Yeah. Now I okay. think that this could be a magic moment because by the time he gets to move into one sleep he's going to be tired enough to accept the General behaviours that we're going to ask him to do to self settle. So, okay. in the interim, what I would now, interestingly, what does he do for your parents? Do they have to do the same thing? Yeah, my mum's sitting with him,
3: yeah, no rocking or anything, but we'll yeah, sit yeah with just next and to him, eventually he'll not off and daycare. Uh, I think. Sometimes they pat him, sometimes apparently he just falls over and goes straight to sleep if he's exhausted enough. At at daycare, he's still doing two sleeps, and he's generally totaling over two hours there, which I'm thrilled with. Yeah, he's doing really well for his age there. So we're going to ask
1: daycare not to pat him, just just to help the consistency in what we're doing. And you've got that little footstool, you've got it next to the cot or just in the room? Next to to the cot. Next to the cot. Okay, so what we're going to move is the stool. We're going to move the stool. Can you move it closer to the door? Have you got that ability to move it closer to the door? And then when he calls out, I just shush him and shush and ask him to put his head down. And I think being closer to the door, it's going to make the transition when you move him to the one sleep, which will be closer to 14 months, it's going to make this a whole lot easier to do. So instead of battling him now, I think if you hang out – it's going to be a much easier transition. But what i do is move you away from the cot. So even if you spent, you know, the next couple of days sitting in the middle of the room on the stool, okay, and then you move the stool, if you can, towards the door, so that when he transitions to one sleep, what you could do is stand at the door and just, if he's crying, just shush him and tell him to put his head down. So he's yep, really okay. good in that he's independently going to sleep. He doesn't need you to yes. physically do something. He just needs to see you. And yep. some of the signs that you're seeing where it's taking you a really long period to get him to sleep are some of the signs of moving to one sleep. But I wouldn't do it until he's closer to the 14th mark, the 14th yep, month okay. mark. So I would use this little bit of time this next two weeks to move yourself further away from the cot to make that transition much easier for him.
3: Okay, thank you. All right. Yes, I'll do that. Hold in there. (laughs) Overnight he requires our presence as well. Oh, does he? But I'll sit. Yes, sit in the middle.
1: And then at night, what you can also do is just go to the door and shush him from the door and see if that works. But otherwise, you're going to have to sit in the middle, then sit at the door. How often does he wake overnight?
3: Uh, Look, I've spent hours analysing this to try to find a pattern. (laughs) (laughs) Your analysis, are you very right? <laughs> oh well, I'm a lawyer, yeah, same so I, thing. I try to keep imposing logic on what is obviously not a logical situation. But look, some nights he was sleep through it. Last night, I fell asleep on the floor at four a.m. I kept oh right, a bit, okay, can get a bit different. So, yeah. but look, generally he's okay.
1: Okay, okay. so if it doesn't change after 14 months, give us a call back. But I have a feeling moving him to one sleep in the end is what will do it because he's so tired he'll put his head down. You'll be able to just go shush, 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 pat, and then walk out the door. And if he cries, you'll be able to go back and shush, shush, and he'll go down to sleep. And it'll make it a little bit easier than battling him for a month and then having to do it again when you move him to
3: one sleep. Yeah, when he's a bit more tired. All right.
0: All right, well, good luck with that, Kim. Thanks for calling. Thank you very much. No problem. That was Bye-bye. That was Kim. Thanks for that. Uh, We have a question now from Pip, who's on the phone. Pip has a six-month-old and a just over two-year-old. Hi, Pip. How are you?
4: I'm well. How are you?
0: Good, thank you. What's your question for Chris? Um,
4: Firstly, thank you so much for this show. I just love it. Um, I have... Um, a daughter that's just moved into a big girl bed, yeah. um, and a six-month-old baby.
5: Yeah.
4: Um So the cot is ready for her to go into when she moves out of the bassinet after Christmas.
1: Yeah.
4: Um The toddler's going really well in the big bed. Um, right. she, she loves it, and she's staying in there, and um, you know, waiting in bed to be picked up in the morning, so Perfect. she doesn't wander around the house, which is great. Um, I'm just wondering about if it's too soon to put the the new baby in with her, um, right. I guess I'm worried about her throwing stuff into the cot and then also the baby still night waking for feeds or just okay. other things and waking the toddler up.
1: Okay. Um, and just
4: having advice on that
1: process. Okay. So we've got the two-year-old adjusted to the new bed. Do you not have a third room or you wanted them to sleep together?
4: Um, I guess the other rooms are sort of just being taken up with a few things. So we, okay. we do have another space in the house we could put the baby, but yeah. I guess I've just wanted to make one room with all the baby stuff in one room. With okay, my, so
1: I, my I completely get that, but she generally can't do that until they're sleeping through the night. But as a six-month-old, they generally need to be in a cot to sleep through the night. So she needs the space. So what's waking the six-month-old could be that physically around her, she doesn't have enough space. So, what okay. I was what I was thinking is if we can take that cot and put it into the spare room just for a month or two until you get okay. everything settled and then put the girls together. So I do think that children being together, there's advantages of them. I've I personally haven't heard of a lot of children that throw things into the cot. That's when they're much older, like an 18-month-old and a -a three-and-a-half-year-old. They might play together in the morning, but not generally at that age group that you're talking about. So I think that you can definitely move them together, but I think you need your six-month-old to sleep a little bit more consistently before you put the two together. And then it'll work okay. really well. So I think if we can move your little six-month-old into the cot and give her more, him or her more room around her to sleep better, then you're going to move to them sleeping in the one room much quicker.
4: Okay, great. Excellent. Okay. So do you think... She's waking up because the bassinet's actually a bit small. Yeah, for her, that's like. right. So her arms stretch
1: out and she bumps into it. So I did this with twins the other day. They, I think they were five months old and within two nights and they were in bassinets but their arms were free and they kept touching the bassinet sides as they moved around at night and within two nights they've slept through.
4: Wow! Okay, so well, just, just physical space—not
1: <laughs> not to set the bar very high there. Pim's yep. like, oh, but you know, you should have some
0: enticement to try and do it. <laughs> but I, I reckon that's enough. I'd go forth,
4: Pip, and get a get a cot get out that there. cot out. <laughs> yeah, it on the wakes up.
1: So yes.
2: <laughs> so if you
1: if you're only doing one feed at about two o'clock at night, it won't disturb yeah. the two year old. It's only when okay. those feeds get more into the fives and the six, you know, the four, five, and six that it could disturb your two year old.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Sounds like a good oh, way thank forward. You so much. That's a pleasure. Good luck, Pip. Thanks for the call.
3: Thanks, Yvonne. Thanks. No bye
0: bye. You're listening to Kindling Helpline on Kindling Conversation <laughs> with Mothercraft Nurse Chris Manoke. She's got over 30 years of experience. She's here to help you. So give us a call if you have a question. It's 1 800 Kids Radio. We have Fiona on the line. She has a 12-month-old and has a question about general sickness. How are you, Fiona? I'm really well, thank you. How are you? Good, thank you. Tell us what's happening with your little one. So, um, Chris, thank you so much for um, your
2: advice about christening a couple of weeks ago. It was a treat, so thank thank you. you. Fabulous. (laughs) Um, So I've just got a general question about sickness. Yep. Um, so when my little one just got come down with the fever and the flu and so forth. And yeah. just with um How do you their manage their sleep them? routine yeah, how do you mm. manage them their sleep routine and, you know, he's just become so clingy that it's like, Oh my yeah. goodness, like, you know, He doesn't
4: even want to go with Dad. And I'm like, oh, dear.
1: Yeah. So what you do is you – what I do is generally loosen everything that I'm doing. I don't give up on it. So you hear lots of people who their child gets cold and suddenly they're feeding them four times overnight. Whereas what I do is give him much more comfort, maybe let them sleep a little bit longer. Okay, yeah. But the general routine of what I'm doing, I'm keeping that as consistent as I can depending on yep. the illness. Perfect. So, you know, if he's had a fever, he might be really listless and want to be held a lot more. Mm-hmm. So keeping up his Panadol or his Nurofen, whichever is appropriate for what, what's going on for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then feeding him well when he's due for a feed. And then putting him to bed in the way that you have been doing, but you might have to stay a little bit longer or you might have to go back a few times to get them to go to sleep and to comfort mm-hmm. them. But sometimes we get very lost in the illness yeah. and we end up picking them up and reverting, yep. you know, going six steps backwards. Mm. Um, and I think that for general, general illnesses, they're pretty bad for a day or two. And then yeah. after that, you sort of got to bring those boundaries back into place very gently yeah. for them. Cool. And in terms of sleep, do they generally sleep a lot
2: longer? Like I've noticed... Yeah, they do when they're ill. Yeah, and I've noticed that his morning nap is like two hours and his afternoon nap is two hours. That's
1: right. And as he gets gets better, so as long as those two hours, he could do those two-hour sleeps, Mm. um, as long as you've got enough time frames across your day Mm. so that it doesn't affect your night. So you might have to put him down a little bit later. But as he gets better, you'll notice that one of the sleeps will start to shorten. So you want to then bring it back into the time frame that was working for you before he fell sick. Yeah, okay. But that does sound like a good illness if he's sleeping for two hours in the morning and two hours in the afternoon. Mm Yeah. Yeah, that's quite long. That's yeah, okay. All right. but that's and okay. Sort of a, and how long do they generally last, like about a week or so? Uh, depending on the illness, they're probably pretty sick for about two to three days and then you'll notice they get a little bit mm. better, a little bit better. If they're not, you're obviously going back to see a doctor right. again. Mm-hmm because yes. you can get a secondary infection or a secondary virus. Oh, so. he doesn't
0: sound very happy on the phone. Oh, no, no.
1: he's just the want, he just wants, wants me. You. Yeah, he's very yeah, irritable.
0: He
2: just wants me. And yeah. Like, it's not, that's not normal for him.
1: Yeah, that's right. So you've got yeah. to see that this is outside the normal behaviour and he's quite irritable. And as long as you're giving him the things to help him make him feel uh-huh. better, depending on what's uh-huh. wrong with him, then I think you're doing the best you can. You've got to hang on to this bit and just ride through it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. But obviously in a week to 10 days, he should be back to him, his old self again. Okay. All right? Well,
3: thank you so Good luck, much, Fiona. Fiona. A thank you very much. Hope he gets you better ladies. soon. No, Bye-bye. Thank you.
4: Bye.
0: That was Fiona. We have Rhiannon on the phone, I believe. Yes, Rhiannon's on the phone. She has an 11-and-a-half-year-old Child, and she's got some questions about sleep. Hi, Rhiannon. 11 how are and a half month old? Yes. Yes. Okay. You there, Rhiannon? Hi.
5: Hello. Tell well, us. look, I'm just needing, things. Yeah, some uh, assistance. Uh, my son has been um, fighting his uh, naps a little bit, um, yep. and I made some alterations a couple of about um, four weeks ago, which worked. Yeah. Um, but he started fighting them a bit again, and I have read your. Um, Book where it says you know at that age I need probably a equivalent of about two and a half hours um Asleep. sleep over the um over the day and we weren't getting that and that's I made some alterations we started now we started fighting it again and I'm not exactly sure what step to make next because I know we're still a couple of months away from one sleep yeah so, so in what that point
1: what time Rihanna is he waking up
5: so he wakes up anywhere between six uh, thirty and seven am um, Beautiful. we then do his first nap. Between 10, 10, 15, depending on what time he woke up. Yep. Usually, no, we don't have any fight with that nap.
1: And how long um, is that nap?
5: I wake him at eleven. Um, I and he's usually not happy with me waking him. He's usually in a pretty foul mood. Nice. Yeah, yeah. you got to say nice. he's all good he is dead asleep. Like I have to go in and actually um, okay. wake him. Yeah. So wake him at eleven, um, and then we do. You were doing two thirty.
1: Yeah. And then not that sounds right. Not
5: yeah, and not every day he's fighting at the moment. It's every couple of days, but I feel like in a couple of weeks it might turn into where he, he'll fight it and we'll get to 2.40, but there's been a couple of days the last couple of weeks where it's 3 o'clock. But
1: okay, before um, he's gone it. down.
5: Yeah, and he's just he's just standing up, walking around the cot, banging on it, calling out mum, dad. Um, Trying all his not words crying. He's Not crying, he's not crying. Yeah. Um, just basically fighting it. And he is tired, but... Yeah. He's just fine. And I always wake him at four.
1: Okay. Um, so he may not be getting a lot of sleep in that last window of the day.
5: Yeah. And then we've been doing a 7.30 bedtime because when I woke, wake yeah, him at right. seven, yeah. nah, he, he's not going at He's not ready for it. Okay. Yeah, and I'm all, just a little worried, like, yeah, I'm not sure what how to help him get that enough sleep.
1: <laughs> I think, I actually think you're just doing all the right things at the moment. Um, there's... For a couple of days, what you could try is letting him sleep in the morning and see how much sleep he actually takes for you. So yep. because we're waking him up out of the sleep and that he's sort of unsettled from being woken up, he, he sort of might get himself really overtired. So for two or three days, actually see how much sleep he will take for you if you put him down at 10, because he might only yep. take an hour and 10 minutes, but he'd wake up himself in a better yep. mood. So then go three and a half hours from when he woke up. Yep. Now, if he sleeps reasonably in the morning, so like an hour and a half, then he's probably only going to sleep for about 45 minutes in the afternoon. Yep. But let's yep. get his sleep back on track again. And then once you got it back on track, track again, then you can slowly decrease the morning one, which should increase the afternoon one. Yep.
5: So yeah. So I think he's I'm a little bit overtired. To... Yeah, I've been trying to do the limited, the small. Because I know you say yeah, that's transition, right. Transition, yeah, the smaller ones. Um, yeah, a bit better. But he needs. It's got to be three and a half hours between. That's that, right. Um,
1: so before in the thirteenth month, you'll need it back the other way so that you can transition him. But, but yep. seeing he's only 11 months old now, 11 and a half months old, why don't you take a week or two and, and get him sleeping really well? So lengthen in the morning one, let him wake up himself, and then three and a half hours later give him the afternoon sleep. But it'll be the shorter one, so it'll be the yep. 45 minutes or an hour. And then as we get closer to 13 months, we're going to slowly turn it around. I think he's a bit overtired.
5: Okay, yep, yep, I'll give that a go. Good luck,
0: Rhiannon. I hope he's in a better mood soon. (laughs) Yes, thank you very much. No worries. See you later. This is Kindling Helpline with Mothercraft nurse Chris Minogue. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Here on Helpline, Chris takes your questions about everything from settling to weaning to toddler tantrums, um, travel and routine. Chris is really great on that. And Christmas is coming up, so if you're taking a trip, (laughs) feel free to give us a a call and Chris can help you kind of manage that or plan that trip so it's best for everybody. If you're listening via the Kindling Conversation podcast, you can email us at conversation at kindling.com.au. And we have Sarah on the line with a 16-month-old. Is it Sarah or Sarah? It's Sarah. Hi. Sarah. Hi. How are you? Yeah, well, thank you. Tell us about your little one.
2: I have a 16-month-old little girl. I also have a -a three-and-a-half-year-old. But my 16-month-old Goes to bed at about six thirty. Yep. Um, she will often wake up and need a resettle after a first sleep. So after forty five years, and so I was just wondering why she might be doing that. She needs that. me to do that. Yeah. yeah. She so, also will often yeah. wake later on in the evening at after sort of three, uh, and in the morning. In the morning, yep. sorry, yeah, and still needs, and she wants a quick feed before she goes back down. Are you happy to give her a quick feed? I am, yes. <laughs>
1: so if you you are happy and she's happy, then that's great yes. happiness. She, yes. <laughs> she doesn't need it, but, no, you know, if you're happy to do it and it works, mm. then I think that's, you know, it'll wean itself, you know, when the two of mm. you are ready to wean. Mm-hmm. Um, the 45-minute one sounds more like one of two things either when she goes to bed at 6.30, it's a little bit earlier, and she's just doing a sleep cycle and waking up. So what's Mm -hmm. her sleep like in the day? When does she
2: sleep and how much does she have? Yeah, her sleep during the day is fantastic. So depending on our sort of what I'm doing with our eldest and our teens, she'll go down anywhere from 10.30 through till 11.30. She'll go down for for at least two hours.
1: Yeah. So at 16 months, what you want to do is edge her out to more like 12 going down okay because i think she's overtired by the time you put it down at 6:30 mm-hmm. at night so just okay. over the next few weeks i so maybe the next few days you just get it to 11:30 every day mm-hmm. okay how long does she sleep for uh 2 hours at least oh perfect so i think mm-hmm. that'll work better so if you can get it to 11:30 and she wakes up at one thirty or quarter to 2 that sort of mm-hmm. window then you're going to get closer to 7 o'clock at night. So then for 16 months, you could get her then up to 12. When you're ready, you could just inch it out by five and 10-minute lots. Then she'll yep. sleep from 12 till two-ish, yeah. a little bit after two, and then she'll uh-huh. really go down much easier for you at seven. So I think she's oh, a little okay. bit overtired, and so she uh-huh. does one cycle and she wakes herself back up again. So okay. have a try at just inching that sleep out. That'll probably fix that 45-minute cycle, and then mutually the two of you can agree when you lose that feeling. <laughs> that feed overnight. <laughs> Wonderful, well, it's that sounds just very just so
2: easy because you yeah, just straight, it's quick. straight back down. Yeah, that's right. It's, otherwise, it just seems to be more than an hour of yeah, like and attempted up. resettling, yeah, and that's, that's right. not really right. good for anybody in the house. No, so,
1: so two minutes sort of sort feed of, in her, if that exactly. works for the two of you, you go right yeah. for
0: it. And <laughs> then you can sign a contract between the two of you. Yeah, Mother's saying and I mutually have <laughs> d-
1: decided I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> I love that idea.
0: Well, Sarah, good luck with that. I hope it
2: helps. Great. Thank you so much for your help. Thanks
0: Pleasure. a lot. This is Kindling Helpline on Kindling Conversation. I'm Siobhan Hunt and you're with uh, Mothercraft nurse Chris Minogue, who is answering your questions now. We have Jenny on the phone. She has a 33-month-old. Hi, Jenny. How are you? Hi. I'm well, thanks. How are you? Good, thank you. Tell us what's happening. Um, well, basically, um, about three months ago, I've got a
6: 33 30- 3 months old and an 18-month-old, and we decided to put them in the room together because we've got another one coming in March.
2: Oh, right. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Um, So we thought we'd get ahead of it.
6: Yeah. We're trying to do it, and we've got three.
2: Yeah. Um,
6: And Basically, my eldest is an inquisitive little boy and very active um, and quite the social butterfly. (laughs)
2: Right.
6: He's very excited that he's in the room with his brother and... Uh basically he just we've tried lots of things and he just consistently will uh wake his brother up or jump oh. around the room or make loud noises or uh so okay. um my youngest is in a cot yes.
1: and um my eldest is in like the a bed. little bed. Yeah. Like a toddler bed. Yeah. And I does he that. have a sleep in the day? He does. So uh-huh. he usually gets up
6: at 6 a.m. and usually goes down for sleep about 12 or 12.30. 12. Yeah. And I always make sure he's awake by one
2: thirty,
6: so that he's yeah. sleepy again, hopefully, by 7 or 7.30-ish.
1: 7. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's probably why he's jumping about is just that he's still having a day's sleep. So you've done the right thing. It's in the right window. But um, you're then putting him down about 7, 7.30 and he's going to sleep at what time?
6: Well, he can
1: go. It,
6: it, sometimes it takes an hour and an hour and a half. So yeah, eight to,
1: and the longer it goes, the harder it is for him to fall asleep. getting because he's getting overtired in the same spot. So it, if I was looking at a three-year-old coming up, three-year-old, I'd be thinking that I'd be um, weaning probably off the day sleep to conf- to yeah. fix it completely. Um, but that does sound about right. Or you have to put him down to bed a lot later. So, well, we
6: have we have tried not having a day's sleep, and he just gets really
1: edgy. Yeah, like yeah. Kind of, um, so for the first yeah. week, he will get edgy. There's no okay. there's no doubt about it. But I wouldn't go from what he's doing now to no sleep. I'd wean okay. it down. So for the next week, I might only give him forty minutes sleep. Um, And it could be almost incidental. Um, Then I'd give him 20 minutes sleep in the car. So it's not a really deep sleep. And then I'd take the day sleep away from him. So I'd definitely edge it down. I wouldn't just take it away from him. And with each of those changes, then going to bed will be a lot easier but by having that day sleep and then staying awake in theory regardless of where he is till about 8 30 or 9 o'clock that is the reason he's staying awake till 8 30 o'clock so I yeah. think if you can organize it and decrease it slowly it'll have less of an impact but certainly that first few days that he doesn't have a sleep at all they're a bit dicey and a bit tricky and he might be in bed yeah. at 6 45 before okay. you're 18 month old okay. but in the end it's what will fix the problem. So you'll put your 18-month-old down at 7, then you could from 7 to 7:30 you do quiet stories with your 3-year-old and then we encourage him, you know, we're going to go in the room, we're going to stay quiet and then you'll be able to get him in the bed cuz he'll be ready for bed. Okay. Yeah, so I do it just really slowly and wean it back down. You might even get a sweet spot where it works like when he has 40 yeah. minutes and then he goes yeah. to bed much better for you and then yeah. you can keep the 40 minutes. But my, my guess is that the sleep that he's having in the day is impacting the way he's going to sleep at night. Okay. I just thought it was a bit young to drop day sleep. That's, oh, that's no, not... no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was hoping for. Yeah, I would be too yeah. if I had three yeah. under three. But no, <laughs> yeah. I think I think he's done really well to get to 33, or, well, you know, close to three before he's dropped his sleep. But yes. it's probably that's what's impacting the way he goes to bed at night. Okay. Okay? Either that or even if you separated them, I think you're still going to have the same problem. He just won't wake his brother up. But he'll still be Mm -hmm. running around, you know, so you still have that problem. just not Yeah, and you've got them together, so, you know, you've done the hard work, so you you may as well keep them together. But that's the problem. His day sleep is impacting his night, going to bed at night. Great. I'm
6: happy to try anything at this stage. So remember, (laughs) just do
1: it slowly. Just break him down to an hour, then 40 minutes, then 20 minutes. And okay. you're almost doing that over three weeks and then yeah. hold on for that first week. You let go of the day sleep.
6: And some days he might still need an nap, like occasionally. Yeah, but it'll be
1: like 10 minutes on the way home from okay. somewhere, like that type okay. of thing, as opposed to a sleep. Sure. He'll just doze off in the car and, and okay. that'll be enough to revive him for the rest of the day.
0: Okay. All right. right. Good luck, yep. Jenny. And when the Thank next you. one comes along, feel free if you have more questions yeah, to call back. How to juggle three?
6: Oh, sure I will. <laughs> yes.
0: Good luck. Good <laughs> luck with you. it all. Thank you. Thank you. And that's all we have time for today. Thanks to everybody who called in and asked their questions for Chris. If we didn't get to your question, um, you can always find Chris's advice and all the helpful tips she's covered. Many, many different types of situations. They're all on our website under Kindling Helpline. Chris, thank you so much for coming in. It's an absolute pleasure. And you can get in touch with your questions for Chris for the next episode of Kindling Helpline. Just email us at conversation at Kindling Helpline was brought to you by Emla Anesthetic Patches and Creams. When your little one needs to be brave, Emla is there to ease the pain of vaccinations and blood tests and, of course, use only as directed.
2: You've been listening to Kindling Conversation. If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. Find other stories and interviews at our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.